I am a go-getter. Like I, I told my husband, I said, I'm going to make this work. I need, and I told him, I said, the first five years, I'm going to grind and I am going to do anything and everything I can to build this business. So those referrals start coming to me naturally. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am super excited. Again, this episode is going to be an awesome example of the power of networking. I went to a conference a couple of weeks ago, met an awesome inspector marketer, and she connected me with who, in her words, is the best realtor in the Louisville area. Someone she said I absolutely had to connect with. And I'm also joined today by my buddy and co-host for the show, Josh May, realtor extraordinaire in Grand Rapids. So Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank Josh, you. how's it going? So happy to be here. Yeah, I'm always excited to be here and I'm excited to hear Ryan's story because like I said, I've been doing some legwork here and all the great things she's doing. And I think a lot of agents are going to learn a lot of cool things today. New agents, veteran agents. So let's get into it. So Ryan, what's your story? Like I, you, you told me a really funny one of how you got started and it wasn't like you had like a passion for real estate for a hundred years and you always wanted to do it and you studied and you did it. Something happened. What, what was your, what was that big uh, catalyst event for you? Yeah. So in 2020, I was a warehouse and logistics manager, upper level management at a company. And you know, it was 2020 COVID had just hit. So I like the rest of America decided to get on TikTok and just start making silly videos, talking about being bored in the house and like a day drinking mom and just being silly and like a goofball. Well, my account started to grow. Um, I ended up getting like over 25,000 followers pretty quickly. Um, I had wore my company work shirt in all of my social media posts and Facebook, Instagram, everything before. So, you know, when I was making TikTok videos with my company work shirt on, I didn't think anything of it at all. So um, as my account started to grow, um, I got called into the office in August of 2020. And I got fired because um, they said my TikTok was not management material. And um, it was kind of devastating at first, but now it's like a, a big joke because I've <laughs> been able to definitely capitalize on that and do so many great things since leaving that position. I love that. So what was the catalyst to get into real estate when that happened? Well, I was already taking my real estate classes because my sister okay. is actually a real estate agent and I'm super competitive. And I was like, oh, well, if you can do it, I can do it better. Um, but um, I was already taking my classes and I was like, oh, I can just do this like kind of on the side. So when I lost my job, I spent the last like part of 2020 finishing my classes and got my license in February of 2021. And I That's didn't awesome. know a thing about selling real estate. Of course, I had bought two homes, but I was just like, I think I could possibly be good at this. Right. Well, what, what I'd love to know is what was the next step for you as a new agent? You're starting a new career. Uh, did you, did you pull in some mentors? Like what, how, how have you gotten, because you're, incredibly successful after two years, which we'll get into. But how did you learn? Like, what's the next step for me to be successful in this business? Like, tell me a little bit more about that. The main thing I did was I documented my whole journey. So I documented my journey of losing my job. I documented my journey on social media of me taking my real estate classes, me failing my exam the first time, then getting my license. And then within 
two months of having my, I didn't even have my license two months. One of my friends reached out, he was deploying and he asked me to sell his house. And when I first got, um, when I first got my license, I joined a team with my sister and that ended up not working out for me. So I left that team pretty quickly, but really just documenting my journey, staying very present on social media and then just putting myself out there, which that's really paid off for me and got me started in, in growing my business. Well, I think too, that's, that really speaks to like, knowing knowing your strengths and then using anything that you're already having success with in either a former career or your personal life and leveraging that right like so for you it was social media like you know you got fired for basically for being authentic and for being yourself but that helped you get to 25,000 followers so you leverage that into your real estate career which I love and I think everyone out there has something different right like you don't need to be listening and think oh well I'm not into TikTok so I'm going to turn this episode off it's what were your skill sets before you got into real estate? What were your skill sets in your last job that you could apply here? And I think if people think of it that way, it, it becomes a little bit more like relatable for, for really anyone listening. Yes, I'm very much a relationships person. Even with my last job, um, you know, I had people that worked under me and I really tried to build relationships with them and be more than just their boss. So I look at it more of like the relationship aspect and instead of just like selling and buying houses. Yeah. Cause I know you told me like, you know, when you were getting into real estate, you decided really quickly, you didn't necessarily know like where your business was going to come from, but you decided like how you didn't want to be like, walk us through what you weren't looking for. Well, you know, I did obviously let everyone know that I was a real estate agent, but I didn't want to beg my family and my friends for business and, you know, hit them up in their inboxes on social media all the time. So I decided to purchase paid Zillow leads um, and figure I figured that I would try to get my business started that way. So I didn't have to ask people for business and I would just let it come to me that way. And how'd that work out? I mean, let's, why don't we actually (laughs) take a step back? Like what, um, what were your numbers, your first year, second year, and now where are we going to end? Uh, 23. So my first year I sold 12 houses and I was like right around 5 million, my second year, I sold 76 and I was at 9.4 million, which put me in a top producer at my brokerage. And then this year, I am on track to do close to 90 and I'm at 12.6 million currently. Wow. That's amazing. That is incredible. Now, I want to ask you a couple more follow up questions on that because after three years, that's amazing. And the, I've, I've got a lot, a lot to ask now. So, as a new. As a new agent, you know, in my opinion, that's the hardest, the hardest step is to get through that first year. You're starting something new and you're doing these five, six, 12 deals for you. Um, One, were you, were you discouraged at all? Or did you, did you, were you nervous about making it? And then how did you make such a big leap? Because what we see is agents, you know, a lot of these first agents, first year agents, they get this discouraged. They're like, can I do it? Can I make it? But I haven't heard a leap like that in a while. So I guess talk me through like, uh, were you always confident this was going to work once you started? Um, take, take me through the emotional piece of that. So some other agents can learn from that. I didn't really know, but I know that I am a, I am a go-getter. Like I, I told my husband, I said, I'm going to make this work. I need, and I told him, I said, the first five years, I'm going to grind and I am going to do anything and everything I can to build this business. So those referrals start coming to me naturally. Um, And that's exactly what I've done. Um, 
is really just hustle. I'm always putting myself out there. I'm always in my community. Um, I'm promoting myself online. I'm doing things in my neighborhood, trying to join boards in my community just so people know that I'm, I am their neighborhood realtor. I love it. So, uh, and what we can all learn from there is your mindset was, I'm going to go after this with determination, uh, never give up, five-year plan. I'm going to make it happen. And I, I think that's what people need. We see a lot of agents, they get scared, they get nervous, they get uncomfortable, and you were the exact opposite. So I think there's a lot to learn from, from that. Um, and Matt, what you were chatting about with these you know, with these internet leads, right? I think this is a, also a big topic because there's something that agents miss. They, they feel like they're going to spend the money and they're going to do one deal. But let's dig deeper into what that one relationship can do for somebody's business over the next 20 years, because you've got some examples of that, right? Yes, absolutely. So the investors that I currently work with that have really helped me grow in the past year and a half. This guy, found he found me on Zillow. He called me. He wanted me to write a sight unseen offer for like $60,000 for a property in the West End of Louisville, you know, a complete rehab job. I ignored him for like two weeks. Oh my gosh. I, so I was like, I'm not going to write this offer. And finally, he called me and he's like, hey, I'm emailing you the proof of funds from our investors. Will you please write this offer? So I ended up writing the offer. Um, we went back and forth in negotiations, got that one under contract. And then the next thing I knew, like I was writing 10 to 12 offers a day, um, trying like a ton of investment properties in Louisville. And the last part of my year last year was insane. I just all of those transactions. And then this year, they actually decided to sell off some of their properties. And since I had done such a good job for them on buying the properties, of course, I am. So this year they decided to sell. So they're selling some, yeah. They're selling some. What, I mean, what are you, how do you treat this client so that they've chosen to work with you for this many properties? Like, do you feel like you're doing anything differently with them? Like what is, what is, what does it look like to manage a relationship that's that big uh, or that's that big a part of your business? Well, I mean, I negotiate on their behalf. I mean, there were times and some agents won't do this, but there were times like I would discount my commission to get us to the closing table. And I think that really went a long way with them, um, you know, because I knew that they were going to continuously give me business. So I want to help them. And in turn, they're helping me. Um, and a lot of agents, they're, they don't see it as the relationship. They just see it as the money, but I see it as the long-term relationship. And that's really helped me with them. Real estate has a lot of contracts. I want this podcast to have a social contract as well. Here's what I need from you. If you're listening to the show and you get something valuable out of it, or you hear something that you think that's awesome. I want you to send me a DM on Instagram, or if you find my email, send it that way. The more feedback that I get helps me to put together better shows and attract better guests. Well, and I think too, like a lot of people, I think in this industry, you can't look at one transaction as one paycheck, right? Like it's all about the customer lifetime value. Like, you know, like when Domino's Pizza does a, you know, a billion dollar Super Bowl ad, they're not trying to sell a hundred million $4 pizzas that they're going to make a couple bucks on, right? Like they're going after getting that customer's business for the next 20 years. And I think that's how realtors, lenders, salespeople need to look at it because you might have paid, let's say you paid 
two or three grand to Zillow that first month and you got X amount of leads and you got X amount of commission dollars. Maybe you broke even, maybe you didn't, but you got one relationship off of that that has now paid probably close to a million dollars in total commissions. And what else has that led to? What has that snowballed to? Josh, I mean, I want to go to you for a sec because you and you've been in the business for 20 plus years, but you, I know, bought a lot of leads in the beginning of your career. Walk us through has your strategy changed from then to now? Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on right. some of this? Right. No, I think this is such an important topic. So I've got a number of examples of exactly what Ryan did with one relationship. And just a quick story. I, I, uh, this was probably 10 years ago. I um, was showing bank on foreclosures, $40,000 properties. And it was this uh, a son that he was a 21 year old kid um but he had a very large family and what happened was is i gave this kid 110% effort and i got him this $50,000 house and the entire family took notice and now i've taken the entire family business and over the past 10 years i've done approximately 15 transactions from that one relationship so these are really important conversations for any agent to understand. Now, going back to your question, Matt, um, I think the key is I don't care how you find that person, whether it's an Internet lead, whether it's TikTok, whether it's an open house. The question is, what are you going to do and what is the plan of action going to be for the next 10, 15, 20 years and we need to find this stat, Matt, for the next show. We need to come up with the dollar amount equated to one relationship because I know that is floating out there. If you do, if you do this right in real estate, I think that number was maybe like $80,000 per relationship over the course of your career. I'm just kind of guessing, but I know it's a big number. Um, and that always sticks with me when I'm coaching my team, when I'm, when, when now we've taken those internet leads and we're doing less and less of those internet leads because now we have this database where we've shifted to monthly follow ups, client parties, uh, you know, pop buys, gifts, like the business that we truly enjoy is, is that type of business. But we all need to start somewhere by finding those relationships and really making it count. Uh, and sounds like Ryan's done an awesome job of that. One of the things too, like I think new agents, especially especially new agents or agents who are slow, sometimes forget that like you can't have all of just the fun type of marketing, right? Like it can't be all like poker nights and bourbon nights and wine nights. And I talk a lot on this podcast about those strategies, but I think you know any salesperson needs a mix of like things that are gonna like strategies that are short term that are that are gonna pay your bills right now, and long term things where you can kind of like make those little deposits that over the next 20 years are going to really pay off with customer lifetime value. I think like the things you do marketing and lead by wise in the beginning of your career, those pay off 10 X hundred X the longer and longer you stay in. Like there's no better business than real estate. If you are wired for longevity. 100%. Let's get into Ryan's social media strategy and tactics because I think there's a lot to learn from um, that consistency in that organization. So can we dive into that, Matt? Is that cool? Absolutely. Tell Let's, us everything, Ryan. So TikTok, tell, so us, didn't it, yeah. go, go, tell, tell us everything because that is, uh, 
there's some organizational there piece there that I know is very important, especially with 25,000, 50,000. How many subscribers do you have on some of these sites right now? On TikTok, I'm about 130,000 right now. Um, okay. Trying to grow. Um, really, but my TikTok, there's no rhyme or reason behind anything I post half the time. People know I'm a real estate agent. Um, and I sometimes post real estate content, but people follow me there because I'm relatable. I'm likable. I'm a, I'm an idiot. Sometimes I'm just a goofball. I make fun of my kids. I make fun of my husband. Um, like things like that. Now, when it comes to my Instagram, I am very educationally driven on my Instagram. I put a lot of content out about the home buying process, the home selling process. Um, and then I'll sprinkle in some goofball stuff there too. But really my, my Instagram is for information, education, TikTok. I am trying to make it a purpose or like a point in 2024 to get more leads from my TikTok account. Um, some of the girls, so we did a TikTok real estate convention. This is the second one that we've done. There's 30 of us across the nation that got together last year and this year, um, this year we were in Florida and some of them get 80 plus leads a year on TikTok. So I am trying to make it a point to be more proactive on my real estate on TikTok this year in 2024 to bring those leads in that way. Cause I, I haven't really done that in the past. People just find me there and they like me and they shoot me a message to be like, Hey, I'm going to sell a house. Can you help me? But that's kind of where it all is. Well, I think, but there's something like, I feel like we, you, you glossed over it. You, you didn't give yourself as much credit as I want you to, right? Because, you know, you did, you grew something more than 99% of other people who are on TikTok have grown to. And I think you mentioned that you, you know, people choose to work with you because they like you and you seem relatable. I think that's half the battle because in real estate, right? Like if I'm signing up with you or Josh to like go see houses, that means I have to spend my time after work with y'all. And like, like, I don't want to spend time with like a boring person who has a crappy personality, right? Like, so when you're, when your people, Ryan, are seeing your TikTok and they're seeing like your mom stuff, they're seeing the things that you're into, like how you operate and like your sense of humor, they're choosing like, that's someone I would want to be friends with. And then the second piece is like, yes, of course we could probably pepper in a little bit more real estate. But like you said, you convert people from TikTok to Instagram. You, you go heavy on, on education and like local stuff there. I think that's a strategy as long as you kind of have that that pass through. But I also see that your name on TikTok is Best Louisville Realtor. So I mean, I think that that alone, yeah, like that alone is like pretty pretty good branding because when they when they're like, oh, who's this person that I want to follow now? It's oh, they're the best Louisville Realtor. Like that's fantastic. I have a story about that. So that wasn't originally my TikTok name. Um, my original TikTok name was Liddy Fitty Lou. Okay. And that was my 2020 Nick or TikTok handle is because I like to drink a little. So I got lit and then fit. I work out. So, and then Lou Louisville. But then when I went to my, my TikTok retreat last year, we were talking about like branding and marketing. And I was like, Oh my God, nobody knows I'm a real estate agent because I'm a stupid handle. So then I changed it and I changed my Instagram to best Louisville realtor too. And so now if people look it up, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Neighborhood Realtor Podcast is proudly made possible by the support of our sponsors, Treadstone Funding and Neighborhood Loans, two amazing Midwest mortgage companies that now have offices all around the country. If you're a real estate agent looking to partner with an amazing lender, DM me at mattmusk88 and I'll connect you with someone in your market. If you're a lender and you want to join the right mortgage company, DM me and I'll connect you as well.
So what's the next strategy, Ryan? I mean, obviously you're doing a ton of social media. You've got some internet leads rolling. You're still a new agent. So you're, I, I'm assuming you're still kind of taking all this in. Uh, what is the next, you know, from what you've learned now to where you're at uh, and where you're going, what are, what are the next steps? How are you going to organize your business? You know, what does that look like? Because with 90 deals a year, getting to 100 deals, 120 deals, there has to be an incredible amount of organization. And are you still learning that? Or where, where are you going over the next couple of years? Well, my broker finally sat me down and said, hey, you need help. <laughs> so um, I ended up hiring a transaction coordinator. I hired a virtual assistant who helps me with some things. Um, I'm still getting everything organized um, in my business. I have a lot of help with that now with my brokerage. And my my plan for 2024 is to just keep growing, really focusing on my community and building my name and my brand in my community. I love that. And there's a huge place for that. I'm telling you, there's a huge place for that in the real estate space. Just keep being authentic. But as you grow, continue to get organized, continue to work on your efficiencies, and uh, you're going to be very ahead of the game. So that's awesome. Awesome to hear. Josh, I want to pivot to you for a sec because so Ryan's had a lot of success, obviously, with video on TikTok. I know in recent in the last year you've you've dove in hard with video. I mean, I've I've seen videographers at your office a lot. I'm seeing a lot more online, but you're doing it on a different place. What's been your video strategy uh, of recent? Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited about this. So uh, we we've been doing video kind of loosely for the past five or six years, but about a year ago, I just started to realize that. The, the direction of internet leads, you know, the Zillows of the worlds, uh, everything became watered down. Everything became very difficult um, to, to, to convert a lot of these leads. And I wanted to create something that I could have people coming to us, right? Um, when we're talking about authenticity, we wanted to show like who we are in West Michigan as real estate professionals. So we mapped out a plan. It's very much focused on YouTube, and we are committed. To, obviously, you know Google owns YouTube, so we're very committed to the YouTube um, SEO piece on Google, where we're shooting these community videos. We're going all around West Michigan into every single community. Um, we're posting that. We're cutting that up into multiple shorts. We're repurposing that video on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. But then we're turning that video into a blog and my assistant Katie's become an SEO expert, uh, converting that into the blog, making sure everything's optimized correctly. Uh, and we're getting a ton of traction off of ranking very high on Google now as people are typing in, you know, relocating to Byron Center, Michigan or Ada, Michigan or Rockford, Michigan. So uh, we've got the entire 2024 schedule mapped out, like literally it's very detailed. We've got a videographer. We know who's shooting. We know when they're shooting. We've got deadlines. And that's just, I know that's the way uh, we need to be because I've been doing this long enough to know if you don't schedule things, uh, sometimes it just doesn't get done, right? Uh, the key is an execution. And that is my word of 2024 is execute because most realtors, you know, let's face it, we're all big idea people. We've got great ideas, but a lot of times we don't have time to execute. So 
that's the key. And we're seeing a ton of traction. We're working with buyers relocating in town. I got a call from somebody out of Wilmington, North Carolina, and they were asking me to work with them. And this was two houses, uh, roughly $3 million in real estate. And they're literally like asking me, they're like, Josh, will you please work with me? Because I just watched your video about moving to Ada, Michigan. And I, I feel like I'm in love with this place. And you seem like you'd be a great, great realtor. So it's pretty cool. I'm really excited about the future. And again, getting back to why we did that is I just want to take, I want to control more of the future of my business. And I think internet leads can be unpredictable, the expense of those in the future. Um, so I'd rather invest in this arena to you know kind of protect the business over the next five, 10 years. Yeah. And I think it really goes to like the stage, stage of career, right? Like we talked about like what to do in the beginning. And then we talked about like what the next plan is. And I think you, at any stage in your career, you have to know where your business is. Is the ROI getting better? Is the ROI getting worse for you? And like, what other opportunities do you have? And Ryan, I know you mentioned to me that you're, you're kind of doing something similar. So you have a South end spotlight. That is like something you just started doing and that you're gonna be doing a lot more of in 2024. What is what is that for you? So actually the South End Spotlight, it's kind of like a so me and one of my my agent friends, Julie, we both live in the South End part of Louisville, Kentucky. And we started a like clothing brand called the South End Hustlers. So we have all this South End Hustler merch. Like we take it to local businesses um, out in our community. And then I was like, well, what if we started spotlighting local businesses, like doing interviewing them and just bringing awareness to their little mom and pop shops um, here in the local community? So her and I started doing that. We started the South End Spotlight. I think we have 10 episodes out right now. And then we have several more planned. Um, my media team at my brokerage, they do it all for us. It's amazing. They come out. They they have all the equipment. We interview. I mean, they cut it all up. It's amazing. I just love them. And then in, we're going to continue doing that in 2024. But also in 2024, I'm going to kind of roll off into my own, start doing neighborhood spotlights. I'm going to start doing school spotlights with principals and counselors and um, start trying to do more family videos in our local community. So that's kind of like I'm going to add more video into 2024 that way as well. It's kind of like a tree and like a root system, right? Like you start with like some basic videos on the community and then you go deeper and deeper and deeper until all of the good videos about a certain topic or area are in essence ones you've put up there. And then, right, like any consumer going on TikTok, YouTube, searching for, you know, the South End of Louisville or anywhere near there is going to say, oh my gosh, Ryan is the expert. And oh my gosh, she looks fun. I would love to work with her and have a drink after we close the first our first deal. That's the goal. I love That's the goal. So Ryan, if someone has a, a client moving to your area or knows someone in your area that, that you'd be a great fit for, how would they get a hold of you? First of all, I have a great relocation guide, <laughs> but you can find me at Best Louisville Realtor on TikTok, on Instagram, and then it's Ryan Cecil Realtor at gmail.com is my email. And I will be publishing that in the podcast notes. Josh, how about you? If someone knows someone in the great area of Grand Rapids, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, yeah, I got one. I've got an easy name. So you can always just type in my name, Josh May. Uh, that'll pop right up on Google. Uh, but our website is marketgrandrapids.com. Um, either or will be fine. And uh, we also have great relocation package. So nice work, Ryan. Um, yeah, happy to help anybody. 
Well, everyone listening, the two people on the show today are here because they want to share and they like to share. Nothing we're doing in real estate is a gigantic secret. I mean, if, if someone does have one, please call me privately and I'll keep your secret. But I mean, most, most of the stuff is things that other people are doing around the country. And the fact that Josh being in the business for 20 plus years and Ryan being in the business for two to three are doing a, like similar variations on the same concepts, that should tell you something. So guys, thank you so much for being on the show today. Can't wait to learn more and see how uh, how you'll progress in the rest of the year. Thanks, guys.